Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yay, Networks. Hey, what's going on? I'm JC and I'm fit. And I'm Jenna, and I guess that means I'm ish. Welcome to the Fittest <laughs> Podcast. Now, you've heard us on the radio before, but this is completely different. I know. You're going to get to see a much deeper, more intense and edgier side of both of us. Our ups, our downs, our hilarity, all that good stuff on the Fittest Podcast. Ooh, we got the point. You know what that means. Another episode of the Fittest Podcast. That's oh, we're on. Yes. We're on. I was looking down at my gut and thinking I just was drinking a coffee and I can st- I'm can. i feeling him a lot. It happened for the first time when I was in uh, Seattle. I had a glass of wine. Don't judge me. I don't think the Fittest crew judges because you're allowed to have a glass of wine. Um, yeah, we talked to actually Dr. Oz and, uh, on, the, on the radio show mm-hmm. and we actually brought that up. Yeah. Funny you bring that up. And he said, stress is far worse for a baby. Yeah. Than a, than a little glass of wine. Yeah, I wasn't drinking because I was stressed, though. I was just drinking to have a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. But no, for sure. I mean, I guess you definitely do feel kind of anxious here and there because you just sit there alone with your thoughts and yeah. you're like, is the baby okay? But it was so funny because we were in Seattle to visit a girlfriend of mine, a really close girlfriend of mine, Becca. I don't know if you know her. And um, I don't think you've met her before. But anyway, she had a baby this summer. And I haven't gotten to meet the baby and she's one of my closest friends. So we're out there. And the night before um, we were going to get to hang out, we were just at the hotel bar. Like we didn't know what to do. And Seattle was, you know, Seattle's a little gray. Yeah. Uh, Gloomy quite a bit. I was excited because I'm so ready for cooler weather. I think being pregnant, I'm just like, I mean, hey, you already saw my Christmas tree is like out here in the office. And JC's like, it's not even, I mean, it's technically October still and we have a Christmas tree up. I walked in and it's not just a Christmas tree. It's a monstrous Christmas tree. That thing is like, yeah, Yeah. but that one, the center one in particular is probably what, 14 feet? This is how the beauty business works. We're shooting. I got totally derailed, but yeah, we're shooting holiday this week. So just so y'all have context. Yeah, we're shooting Christmas. We feel proud of ourselves because we're going to be done with content like before Halloween for the year. Also, you could basically take the rest of the time off when it comes to those. You would think, but no, but then we have to do like, so in December, we'll be doing January. And then January, February, like Valentine's Day. Well, even no, we'll probably do that before. Christmas Damn, having a business and having a baby hard. is and hard. A baby. Oh, but that's what I was going to say. So we were drinking wine Oh yeah, yeah. or I had a glass of wine. That was my first like official glass of wine. I tried to have a sip of wine. And if y'all know me, or if you don't know me, red wine's the only thing I drink anymore. I mean, I, unless I'm on vacation, you give me some sort of fruity drink. I just, I only drink red wine and I, even in a hundred degree weather, I'm that person. Let me ask you this. When you're ordering your first glass of wine, while pregnant. While pregnant. Yeah. And, sh- and not just while pregnant, but, but also. Visibly pregnant. You're pregnant. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. You walk down the, the street. Somebody's going to look over and be like, oh, look at that. Look at that cute baby bump. Yeah. So the, does the bartender look at you funny? Is there uh, people at the bar? Like, do you think about that? You know, I don't know. I I said something to Becca about it the next day because I said, do you get judged? And she goes, it's so funny because one time my girlfriend ordered and she was very pregnant and the and the. 
the bartender or waiter was like, I'm not serving you. You're pregnant, which is so fucked up, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, I, if I'm damaging my baby, like that's up to me, you know, like you don't get to tell me I don't get to do this, but I felt victimized because when I went to wash my hands in the bathroom, but no, I did. I didn't notice any judgment, but I went to the bathroom and I was washing my hands and the only sign in the bathroom, not COVID and Seattle is very, I mean, you have to be vaccinated to go places like they're um, strict. They're very strict. Yeah. You got to wear a mask like everywhere in the hotel. You know, you live in Texas. It's like the wild west. They don't give a fuck, but they're very, they're very strict there. And so, but there's, so there's nothing about COVID in the bathroom. There's nothing about masks, you know, there's just a sign next to the sink that is like, drinking while pregnant is unsafe. And I was like, I felt so victimized cause I was like, or attacked, you know, cause I'm like, well, wow. let, me, let me, let me, let me fix that sign because drinking in general is unsafe. Is unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just for anyone in, in particular, if you're going to drink, it could be unsafe. You could trip and fall cause you get too drunk. You could drink and drive and you crash. That's bad. Yeah. I, there's a great book out there for women. If you're pregnant, I, I've been getting a ton of, I think a lot of people that listen to us or either have had babies. So they find baby stuff interesting. I thought people might find it really boring, but people have been very interested, but there's a really great book called expecting better by a girl named Emily something. If you yeah. just look that up, but she was an economist. And so she like wanted data about pregnancy when they tell you not to drink or they tell you not to have caffeine. And so she actually like did all this study over like, you know, European studies and all these things that they do to really come up with the data to support it. Because yes, in America, the, the governing body over like pregnant women still recommends no alcohol, but she discovered through like all her studies and all the tests and everything they've run over all the years that it's like absolutely totally fine to have as much as like two glasses of wine every single day in your second and third trimester. Like that, it wouldn't do any damage to the baby. No, not at all. Same with caffeine that you could technically have almost three cups of caffeine or like 300 milligrams of caffeine a day. And I've been having, I don't have it every day, but I definitely have my, you know, I have a cup of coffee almost every day. I've only had now three glasses of wine, but it was just funny because when we went back to the room that night and I actually finished, I had like three quarters of the glass. Um, we went back to the room and I'm laying there and I started like really feeling something weird. And so like I pulled my pants down and my shirt up and my stomach just went like, like it was like the first time I've been feeling weird flutters, but it was like the first time I really felt something. So friends like he liked it. He liked that wine. Yeah. My, I wish my mom would have done a glass of wine with me when she was pregnant because my girl was smoking. I know. So was my mom. I was getting hot boxed in that womb. So isn't that what's so crazy is how careful we are now with certain things we eat or we're so scared and, you know, don't eat like deli meat or like unpasteurized cheese. But my mom had three cigs a day. She told me she cut back. I'm like, oh, you had like three cigarettes the whole pregnancy. Okay, that's pretty good, mom. She's like, no, like three a day and soda and all this shit. And I was like, and I don't as far as I know, and maybe y'all are hiding something from me. I don't think I have any birth defects. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't think you do. I honestly have told my mom she's the reason I did not grow to be six be taller, five. maybe stunted. I did read that if a woman has too much caffeine, that you don't. Oh, it's not like an like with alcohol. It's not like fetal alcohol syndrome. You're not going to see like immediate issues. That it actually can be um, behavioral issues that you don't see till they're about three years old. Like little a holes. Uh huh. Because you drank too much caffeine when the um, baby was in the womb. Yeah. Here's the thing. Most most three year olds are a holes. And if you have a three-year-old, if you've had one in the past, you're agreeing with me right now? 
It's, I'm not trying to be rude to three-year-olds. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't be listening. Yeah. There's an explicit warning on this. But yeah, I mean, that they call them three-nagers for a reason. Yeah. Right? So- Lots of attitude. Lots of, yeah. Uh, they call it developing personality. Yeah. Like they call it, but- Personality sucks, I guess. Developing terrorists. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went to a baby shower this weekend with Fran and these were, I, I had this realization that I think I'm in a place in my life that I, and this is, this may be crazy to you. I, mm-hmm. I think I'm like wanting to make some new friends, you know, not like get rid of friends like that way, you know, but I think with what I've gone through or, you know, then you have other friends that are just in like a different stage of their life or they're way ahead of you with their kids or they are aren't ready to have kids yet. But yeah, I've started to kind of get in this vibe that I'm like, I think I'm ready to make some new audition. You're going to audition for no, friends. No, no, no. Yes, you are. More organic That's what it's that. called. It's auditioning for friends. You're going to, you're going to no. meet people and then you, you go out for one day or whatever, one little, maybe go to a baseball game or a hockey game, football game, <laughs> see what it's like, yeah. see how they interact. You probably want them about the same uh, stage of life, maybe a pregnant friend. That's the thing. So at the baby shower, JC, you know, you know me and cause I've known you for a long time. I've been to a lot of baby showers since I've lived in Texas and we've known each other and women that, you know, a lot of you or a lot of girls that I know that had got married, had babies in their twenties. I've been to a lot of baby showers and I've always been that one that was like drinking single. And then there's like couples there. And I was so far off from having a baby that even though some of them were my friends, I didn't belong. Like I just, and I'm sure there's a lot of women listening that you feel that way. You go to baby showers or you go to weddings and you just don't feel like you belong. Even though you may be happy in your current situation, you go to something like that. And frankly, you feel bad about yourself. Like you're like, Oh, I'm alone. Even though you're fine. It's just, there's something about baby showers and I don't think men probably feel this way, but women going to these things, it's just, it can make you feel kind of crummy, even if you're happy. And so for the first time in my life, I like enjoyed it. You were all about it. I was one of them. You know, I was like one of these women in my registry were all these pregnant women or all, or or not all, but it was a couple shower, which was cool because these are friends of friends and that I have only really met once. And so meeting these people, they were so great. Yeah. And one woman's due the same day that I am. And, and it's just so funny, you know, to meet someone like that, that is that close with your experience. And I felt so comfortable. I like, everyone's like, sit down, like grown men are bringing me water at, you know, they're like waiting on me hand and foot. And I'm like, wow, it's almost like you're being wooed yeah, by but- like a lot of men like that want, but they don't want to date you. They're just taking care of you because they also have pregnant wives or they mm-hmm. respect the pregnant woman. And it was amazing. I had a blast. I ate croissants. It was a French theme. So I'm getting ready for Paris. Nice. <laughs> I just Does sat there and ate beignet- beignet- all over myself while they had crepe, a crepe bar. <laughs> oh. See, I'm telling you, you're going to, you're going to make all these friends that are about as pregnant as you are, maybe yeah. a month back, maybe a month ahead of you. And then you guys are going to start going to play dates. Yeah. Those are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Even when the babies are not even walking or barely moving, maybe their eyes aren't even open, but you're going to be having play dates. Yep. You call it play date. You lay them next to each other. You guys roll around together. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And those are going to be your like friends. I it though. That's great. I, and I get it because, you know, I have a good girlfriend that I get so sad because I haven't, I don't see her as much anymore. No, that's fine. Because she had two kids. And when I'm like, what is she doing? Has she made new friends? You know, but I look and the only people she hangs out with for the most part are like people that live on her street or her family. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's because she lives on a street that there's a bunch of kids and it's just out of convenience. I mean, she likes yeah. them, I'm sure. But it, you know, it's just an easy thing to be like, okay, my kid's going to go next door and play. And here's the thing. It's not the end of a friendship with the other, like, you know, my, my best buddies, at least here in town, yeah, right. Reggie and Paul. Yeah. Like a bad influence, Paul and Reggie. 
Different stages of life. Different. I have since gotten married and had kids. Reggie has gotten married and had a kid. Uh, Paul is Paul. He's still (laughs) bad influence. Paul, he's a, but we still see each other. Not as often, right? Right. You'll still see your friends, but it's hilarious when I go see Paul. I actually just saw him recently, a couple weeks ago. I went down there and he goes, so how's, uh, how's Kason doing? Is he walking yet? (laughs) I was like, bro, he's nine. (laughs) You know, like time passes that fast where it's like, it's nine. the, The interactions you have with your friends that are not in that where you're at in life are so funny and we laughed about it and we had a good time, but I will be honest. It's different. It's different. It is. different. It's definitely, I'm sure it's different with people. I've always been really interested in kids, you know, so I always feel like I tried to be a good friend when people had kids. Like I want to see them. I want to spend time, but it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. And I, I definitely recognize that now, like being pregnant. I'm like, I bet you just don't feel as much of a connection with people that don't have children because they just don't get it because we don't get it. You don't get it when you don't have kids. And that's totally fine. You know, and it's like you, you, you wish that it turns into a whole thing where your friends become family members, like uncle, like my kids calling them uncle, blah, blah, blah. But I got to remember he lives, they, my friends live far away from me now. I live in the suburbs. They, uh, Paul still lives in the city and it's, he still can go out on the weekends and have fun. And if I go out, I'm dead by midnight. I can't, I got to go home. I got, cause I got kid activities the next day. So it, it completely just changes everything when it comes to that friendship, right? Where he, they try to acclimate your friends, try to be good friends mm-hmm. and try to do things during the day. But I, I'd be lying to you if I said, oh, it's the same. It's the same friendship. It's not, everything changes. It was so nice to hear Fran. He was like being very loquacious about it like very talkative that's what that means but he was like just bringing it up when we were on our way to the baby shower and I don't know I think he's feeling the same way granted these were some of his friends that he used to hang out with a long time ago but then they kind of grew apart because they got married or one of them had a kid and you know life and so but so he he said to me he's like you know I'm just at this place that I feel which is so nice to hear considering he's my partner in this, you know, he's so excited about being a dad, which yeah. I'm just thrilled about because I've always said, I'm not the type of woman that wanted to have, you know, let's face it. Like a lot of men are like 20, 30% effort. And like a woman really wants to have a kid, mm-hmm. which is great. But I was never that woman that felt that pull so greatly that I was like, I'm fine. Just give me a baby. You know, no, I want like 50, 50 or someday 60, 40, whatever it is. You know, I want like a lot of effort, but yeah, he's like, I just don't feel that like FOMO anymore. He's like, I'm so excited about just like us being able to have a holiday or go on vacation and have this little family. And it made me so happy to hear because honestly, I felt that way for like years. Like, I think I felt that way since I was in my late twenties. I just didn't find the person to have a child with yet, you know, but I have, I haven't had FOMO in so fucking long. I, have, <laughs> like, I don't care about anything. I don't have FOMO, Jenna. I have JOMO now. What is that? Joy of missing out. Joy of missing oh, out. Oh, it's the best. I guess you have a different kind of FOMO. I'm sure though you want like more alone time sometimes because then you're like, it's there's always kids and stuff. But here's the thing. I'll see, I'll see pictures of people that went out on a Saturday, right? Oh. They'll post, oh, they're partying at the club and the bottle service and the chicks with the, with the shorts up their butt. I'm like, that, that looks uncomfortable at the club because you got mesh underneath. Like, how do you do that? Anyway, I look at that and then the next morning they post it like, oh, I feel like shit this morning. But you know what? And I get we the Jomo. did that. We did uh, we, a lot know, of that. I know we did. All of us did a lot of that. And yeah. It used to be FOMO. I used to yeah. hate missing that. Now I'm like, oh, good. Good. I'm glad I missed it. 
It always felt empty to me, but we all still did it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I hated myself every morning in my twenties. I have to tell you, I know you brought up living in the suburbs, and I have an update for you. You're a, my neighbor. A juicy update. Well, you're my neighbor. I have a story to tell you. Okay. But first, I want to talk about the holidays. I, before you got here, I actually am trying to do some shopping online because I'm going to see Fran's family this weekend. They're having a little baby shower for me in Mexico City. I'm so oh, excited. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, but we're gonna be there for. Uh, for Day of the Dead as well, and I've never been down there for that. But um, you're gonna love the other little smart. Yeah, I'm. So I'm excited. Fun. But um, anyway, so I'm trying to get gifts for them. And Fran sucks. I'm like three weeks ago. What can? What do they want? Mm-hmm. What can I get them? Da, 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 da. So point is, I'm going to my go-to. I've gotten on Frame Bridge, and I'm gonna do this for the holidays. This is what I did for Candy last year. She loves this gift so much, and I think as you, if you struggle to get gifts for people, giving the gift of like memories framed. No better gift than that. It's so simple, so affordable. Framebridge makes it so easy. They have so many great options too. Not only are all the kind of cool product shots and stuff I've done for Fittish, they're hanging all over the office. And I'm sure you've seen if you follow me on social media, every single one has been done by Framebridge. I gave Candy a ginormous framed photo of us last year. Really, really cute. But you can also frame memorabilia, you know, jerseys, jerseys. stuff that, you know, the guy in your life would really love. Guys, so, don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to frame your jerseys yourself. It's not, it's not. No, and work. I'm telling you, you're going to end up paying like hundreds and yeah. hundreds of dollars if you try and take it to one of those local framing stores. And, and why you don't have to leave the house. You can just send this to them or you can just upload a photo when you go to framebridge.com. Their prices start at $39. All shipping is free. Plus all of the listeners of our finish podcast are going to get 15% off your first order when you go to framebridge.com and use the code FITISH. That's framebridge.com and the code is F-I-T-I-S-H. They actually have some stores in major cities, which is super cool, but we don't live in New York or yeah, D.C. Just so just go online, <laughs> upload a photo. I mean, you can even do an iPhone photo and it will tell you your limitations so it doesn't distort. You know, like certain iPhone photos, you'll be shocked. You, If it's a good quality iPhone photo, you're going to be able to get a huge print out of that. If you got a new phone, chances are you're going to be able to get a really good picture out of that. Frame some size. photos as a gift. Go to framebridge.com today and be sure to use that promo code FITISH to get an additional 15% off your order. Framebridge.com and that promo code is FITISH. I love it. I'm getting more stuff for the holidays and as well. The point of getting a gift for someone is that they remember you all the time. They're always going to look at those pictures and be like, yeah. ah, Jenna. I know. I think you get more sentimental too yeah, as you start to have these moments. I keep thinking like, gosh, I need to do something. Like I haven't taken enough photos to kind of document this, but I have a bit of a life update. Uh-huh. And um, if you tell me we're about to be neighbors, I'm going to be so pumped. Okay. Okay. So she gave me the touch on the shoulder. That means I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. So I, I know I've mentioned, you know, me wanting to nest more and like get a house. I live, uh, Fran and I live in a town home, one that I actually had rented some years ago. Um, and it's great, you know, it's, it's spacious and nice and there's nothing wrong with it. Can I it. tell you my beef with townhomes? <laughs> yeah, what? Real quick before you go. Just... Please make me feel, yeah, make me feel even worse This is my beef it. with townhomes, okay? Why are they called townhomes and not city homes, right? Cause they're not, they're in the city most of the time. So just call them city homes. That way we all got it all squared away. Everything's fine. Townhomes, I'm thinking outskirts. I'm thinking out there. I need trees and forests. Okay. That's my beef with townhomes. Thank you. Oh, that's your only beef? Yeah. Okay, well, my beef, and I'm sure I can find the answer for that. I'm sure it goes back in time to how they named it. But um, I 
It's three levels, you know, I have a bedroom on the bottom floor, which just wouldn't be good enough for a nursery. And, um, you know, there's just things about it that I'm getting in that nesting mood. You know, I haven't bought a house before. I've been in the mood. It's we all know right now, especially if you live in Texas, it's like absolutely the worst time. You want the to baby, try and buy a house. You want baby in level three because you want it to make it as difficult as possible for kidnappers. Level one, easy. That that's why it's called level one, right? Easy. No, it's level not two. just that. It's that oh. I'm on level three. Like I, the master, oh, you don't the master go bedroom's gotcha, on gotcha. level three. Yeah. So look, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. plenty of issues. Then again, it's a newborn, and you know, we've met with the night nurse that we're hiring, and she's like, it's fine. Like the baby can sleep, you know, is gonna sleep in your room for a while. I'm gonna be one of those. Don't judge me. Like I have friends that are like, the baby has to sleep in its own room. Yeah. I'm like, no, that baby's probably gonna sleep next to me for a while. Um anyway. I still get alerts. Fran has a setup that I get alerts from like everything hitting the market in this like wide range, you know, because we're kind of going, do we want to get like very low budget for us and starter? fix it up? Uh-huh. A little starter. Yeah. Home. Well, no, like a flip, really, oh, like something that we home. would actually fix up and live in and then yeah. sell. Or, you know, do we want it like totally knocked out, like top end of our budget? And so anyway, I get all these updates and it kind of lost its luster to me after the two offers I had put in over the past six months in this market. Like, I don't know if I you lost the last one I lost because someone ended up offering like a hundred over, you know, no inspection, da, 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 da. Well, and I was bummed because I liked the house, but I got over it. Well, so I'm at work at the end of last week and I get, I still look at all these listings because I get an immediate alert when it hits the market. And so I get it. I open it up. I love it. It's like, it looks great. Fran makes an appointment for like an hour later. So I think we were like the second people to see it. Um, Sloppy seconds. All put, good. A, put an offer in. All just like that. Huh? Okay. Not only did I put an offer in, mm-hmm. I did what caused me to lose the last one. I went a disgusting amount over. A hundred. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but like, not far off, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because you know what's going um, to go on. I in this went market. way over, and uh-huh. the house was in budget for me, but I went way over. I mean, you know, be even way over, it was still like in my budget, which was great. You These, made them an offer they can't refuse. No inspection, no contingency, like the totally ridiculous in France. Like, Jenna, nothing about this is, you know, he said nothing about buying a house right now is smart, but I know you want one and we're not going to lose money on it after a few years because it was in a good neighborhood across from a good school. Anyway, we knew they were going to get a lot of offers. They had like a dozen showings that day that we saw it. And so they did like, we had to wait until Saturday night, like best and final offer by Saturday. But the agent was being very responsive yeah. to Fran because he was like, okay, we're just going to take off all these contingencies. We're going to pay, you know, this, this, and this, like all these extras. We didn't want to offer so far over that it didn't, you know, because if it doesn't appraise, it's just not going to make sense. Paying, uh, closing? Oh, oh yeah, all you're, of it. Oh, damn, girl. All of it. Closing costs are, they're, they're assholes. So I don't know. I think anyone that's tried to buy a house before, you have those moments of like, you just find it. Like, you're just like, this is it. Like, you just felt like us. We sat in that house for an hour and uh-huh. I, I can usually walk through a house in 10 minutes and be like, I like it or no. No, we just like walked in every room. We were like, we could do this. We could do this. It was just amazing. This, whoever did this, um, had bought this house in March of 2020 for like on the way cheap. And they, I don't even think lived in it. They, they did, flip they it. flipped it. They redid it completely, but it was totally our mid-century vibe. Like everything we wanted, but redone. Like we could have moved in and we didn't even have to paint. Like it was like done. That redone. Oh, oh yeah. perfect. That's what, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't get it. Shut we the hell up. 
get it. I'm so upset. What the hell is going on here? I offered that much over and all of that shit and we didn't get it. And I am so, I literally burst into tears. So fucking stupid. I I, I feel what like. What the hell? We found out Saturday night. We didn't think we were going to find out till Sunday. So I'm kind of sleeping and I heard Fran just like put his phone down and, I, and it kind of woke me up. I was like, what's wrong? He's like. Yeah, I think he like didn't want to tell me because I had been sleeping. He's like, we didn't get it. And I don't know what came over me being pregnant too. I just like burst into it's tears. Hormones, he was sad too, which yeah. is weird because Fran doesn't, he, you know, he doesn't get that. I mean, he he's in real estate, so he knows how this goes. And, and it's difficult because the agent, you know, we didn't have any connection. We didn't like know these people. And I don't really know the process. He's like, I was like, do you think they told someone else? Like what we offered? He's like, you're really not supposed to do that. Yeah, like, that's, you're your, not, that's illegal. Like it's, yeah, you really can't do that. I was like, yeah, but what if they knew the, you know, and he's you can like, tell people, people like, are offering over asking, but you can't say like how much. So the only way we're going to find out what exactly happened is, I mean, maybe they all offered cash to close immediately, but I was pre-approved like all this shit. So tell me you found out where the fuck they live and you showed up there. How'd you know? How the fuck you get this house? I know where they're about to yeah. live. You should have gone out there with your little pregnant belly and been like, I don't have a house now for my live. baby. Yeah. So that's what I would do. I I'm feel, like, my wife, she has no place to live because of you. I feel so, I know it's not as much that I know this is ridiculous. And anyone that's tried to buy a house, it's like, Oh, well, you're lucky. You can even buy a house or da, 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 da. And it is what it is, you know? And I know it's not as much, my grief isn't as much that there won't be another house. Of course there is. We live in a huge city. Like there will be other houses like this. Was I've this liked close other to me? houses before. It was closer to you than we are now. It was out. It was by, um, it was at the, like the toll road and, yeah. um, Walnut Hill. So not that, not uh, that my old neighborhood. Okay. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. We're talking local here. Okay. Yeah. That was close. That's not bad. That would have been that's like twenty minutes for me. I'm so hurt though. You I really be. loved it. So but God, it's more sucks. it's more I think why I'm upset and so defeated is not again. I know I'll find another house I like. And the more time you sit on it, maybe the market gets better, you save more money. All of those things are great because that's a huge expense to come around the holidays and you're having a baby. But it's more that if I knowing without saying, just taking my word like how much over I offered and all of the things we included that I still didn't get that house is mind blowing. And that means I'm never going to get a house. Like I'm not, I'm, I will not get a house that hits the market if we're competing against people. Not in that, that area. No, I won't get a house. So my stepmom threw out a good point. She said, Jenna, why don't you do whatever that company did? Why don't you find a house that's way below budget, put all the rest of the money into the house and make that house. Like do what you did. So that's kind of now, and I know that sounds like a nightmare being pregnant and because, doing it, but. Because that house was already done. That's why. <laughs> yeah. You know? But at least we'd get to like. Yeah, you get to do it. Pick, and pick some of the things stuff. that we liked. I don't, but again, oh, I've never done that before. Fran's done that plenty. It scares me a little bit. Cause it's like to do your first house that way. It's like, now, it's how actually, long it, does it, it take? And. Half a, half, half a year, year maybe. if we were really to like redo the, the inside. So listen, you got to take into consideration the materials <laughs> you got to get. R lucky for you, lumber, which was crazy high last year, is now back to reasonably priced. But there's things that are getting stuck because not everything's getting to the United States as fast as it should be. You work, you know how business yeah. is going. It's tough to get everything when you need it in a certain amount of time. So the time. Something that could take you maybe a month or two months, maybe three months to complete right now is taking people twice as long just yeah. because of that, just because of materials. Six months, you know, six, seven months, I guess, wouldn't be the end of the maybe world, longer. right? Because I could stay where I'm at. Yeah. We, we could yeah, yeah, do yeah. that and then move in in the summer. And, you know, at that point, the baby's only six months old. So I'm sure he'd be fine. But man, that sucks. You, have you expanded your search into, um, I don't know, 
my neck of the woods, perhaps? No, I found something like right over 635, which is an interstate that we joke. <laughs> and if, when you all live in Dallas, you yeah. know, but he's like... Fran doesn't, you know, a lot of people that live in Dallas joke that they don't want to live over 635 because you consider that like really long distance, you know, which is so ridiculous because I, I just want a great house. Like I just want a house that will hold, hold good value or, you know, it increase in value yeah, yeah, yeah. and that we really like the style of. I'm surprisingly, I think most people think I'd be the picky one. I want to live in this zip code. I'm really not. I'm flexible. I just want a house that feels like really great vibes and um, Fran's more, Fran's more picky about it. So yeah, we're. We're, we've been You're consoling grieving. each other. We're grieving. Uh, sounds like, Jenna, you need to make an appointment with our friends at BetterHelp. That's what it sounds like to me. I, they're going to tell me to get over it. Yeah. yeah. Now, BetterHelp <laughs> is who we go to for therapy. We talk about therapy on this podcast quite a bit because it's important. Yeah. And it, and it adds value to our lives because, look, a lot of people have this stigma against uh, therapy. You think, oh, it's, it's only for people that are depressed or broken. No, therapy can be anything you need it to be. Yeah. So whether you're dealing with anything at home, issues, uh, anger, maybe a lot of anxiety, maybe you just didn't get a house that you really wanted like Jenna. And you just need somebody to talk to because you feel extremely emotional. <laughs> BetterHelp can help you out with that. It's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. Now, you could be matched with a therapist within 48 hours after signing up with BetterHelp. And the best part about BetterHelp is that if you're hurting for money, and a lot of us are during this pandemic, it's affordable. And that's the number one thing that a lot of people are looking for. It's something that's affordable. I'm not going to waste too much money and I'm going to, and it's going to be something that I look forward to. And I actually have one that I'm going to be doing this week. What? Yeah. I, I will tell you about that. It is a little bit sad, but I need to talk to my friends at BetterHelp because I am going through something right now. So if you want to try out BetterHelp, you could try it. Fittish listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month. If you go to betterhelp.com slash fittish, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash fittish. Love BetterHelp. And yeah, I do I do have one uh, slated Scheduled. for this week. Why? What's going on? So I feel weird talking about this because I lost someone, a really good friend of mine, that I never met in person. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. We, and, and it's funny, Jenna, because I was actually looking back and it was, we talked about this on the radio show. I play a game, I play video games and I play this game yeah. called Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we used to tease you about yeah. your young friends. So I started playing at first, it was little kids. And then eventually I, uh, I met men. I met people that were my age. Reaper and Marmar? Reaper and Marmar were kids. Uh, Reaper got grounded uh, and Marmar obviously stuck with his homeboy and I never played with him. But, oh, but after we, you met, but you met age appropriate. I met age players. appropriate players. And these were people that were in similar, you know, stages of life that yeah. I had a couple guys that were getting married, a guy that was finishing college and getting, I've seen these guys go from one guy, college engaged, now married, wow. bought his first house. Uh, another guy, uh, just married, pregnant, had his baby. Now it's like, I've watched his kid grow, grow up as we play. Another one, the the one that I played with the most, I would say, because he uh, he would be on during the days when I'd get off work. And you wear the headset, like you, you talk to the them. Headset. You talk to these people, right? So he he sent me a message and said, "Hey, man, I really could use a friend. Mm. Would you mind playing with me?" And I said, "You know what, man? Sure. I don't really have that many adults that can play in the." And this was a while ago. This, this was, was when you first three met. years ago. This was wow. 2018 when okay. I met this this person. His name is Nick. Uh, he sent me a request and out of all the ones that I see, I didn't get to see all of them, but I saw that one and I took him up on it and we started playing every day together. You know, I spent a, about an hour, 
to an hour and a half every single day, Monday through wow. Friday. That's a lot of gaming. Nick. A lot yeah. of gaming, right? And it's, <laughs> but for me, it's my de-stressor. Yeah, I get right? it. It's like we get off of work and it's, you know, you got a lot of things going on and you just kind of want to shut life out and just not worry about anything. And I got to know him. Uh, he, he was a, a, he struggled with substance abuse mm -hmm. and I actually was with him when he started method, methadone. Mm -hmm. That's uh, the medicine to get them uh, off of the drug and it helps with withdrawals. Mm -hmm. and, and he told me how, and he told me all about it. And he told me how he had lost friends to this and he didn't want to be next. And my son eventually got to start playing and would play with us on the weekends. Yeah. And I, and, and I finally got to the point where he goes, man, I had another friend relapse and, and I got close and, and I told him, I was like, listen, man, if you ever fall back, I can't, I can't be attached to you like that, man. Cause I've seen you be such a champion and your success story and I can't see you fall back. So if, if you ever touch that stuff, bro, I'm out. And he said, I, no, I believe you. And I said, I got my son that looks up to you. Like Kason loved this guy. He, he would play with him without me sometimes. And unfortunately he got engaged and was doing so well. And I got hit up on, on Friday by his ex. They had just separated. They were supposed to get married this past, mm. this past month. And she basically told me he had passed away. So, and they, it, so they had, obviously he had some issues. Had they relapsed. broke up he and had he had relapsed. They broke up and he I, I had, died. I had talked to him. I had played, I played with him um, a few days before he passed and he, he didn't give me any inclination or any, mm. or any hints that that was going on in his life. He basically was telling me his tooth hurt. It was, he was having mm. really bad mm. toothaches and which he blamed on that. He said, it wrecks your teeth. And, and unfortunately he didn't have the insurance or the money to, to go get uh. that done. And I, and, and in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I hope he didn't, he didn't want to treat it just because of the pain. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe, yeah. But I don't know. I, it, it's one of those where you get left with a lot of unanswered questions. I'm sure. But and it, so strange that it's like you did, but you do know him. You know what I mean? Oh, big time. I, I, honestly, I, that's my friend. Like if you go search guys meeting their, their gaming partners yeah. in, in, in real life for the first time. But think about, I mean, to, to talk to someone. Every day. Every day. It's one thing you're just playing with people, but if you're actually wearing the headset, you're engaging with someone every day for over an hour. I mean, that's more than you're doing with any of your yeah. other dude friends that you see in person on the weekend. You yeah, know? I talked to him. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, he knew a lot of intimate details about my life. I knew a lot of things about his life. We were I'm friends. So sorry. We talked about things. And, and man, it just, I didn't think it would hit me as hard as it did, but it wrecked me. Like it legit wrecked me. It's so awful. I can't imagine, you know, having that level of addiction, yeah. you know, or being with someone and being friends with someone. Cause I know probably almost everyone listening knows someone or has, you know, you're one degree separated of someone if it's not you that's dealing with that. And it's yeah. so, it has to be so frustrating and so difficult. And if you're one of those people that is a champion right now and, and you're a success story and I know it pulls you sometimes and whatever it may be, it could be alcohol, it could be anything, it could be, there's different addictions and it's always pulling at you, but just know that God, you're going to be so missed just one and, and, and going back in and you, and you think you could do what you were able to do before the same amount. And, and that's what you end up doing. And that maybe is too much for your body at the time. You might be in a better place and not in pain anymore, but the pain that is left behind all the messages I see the two little kids he was helping raise, like it just, it, it think about people before you, that, that should be your power. That should be what keeps you 
away from those things. It's so hard because I get it. You know, I think a lot of times when people, and I know drug addiction in a way, people have a hard time classifying if it's suicide sometimes when they overdose because it's not always, you know, it's just, but in a way it is. It's like a long form of suicide when you're abusing drugs like that. Because I could tell you he was happy to be alive. I I can tell you that. And he told me often he was really he was and it's always the relapse, isn't it? Because yeah. when they go off of it, but gosh, there's, um, he was I, fighting wildfires, Jenna. He was getting back into working. He was, he had just gone on. Uh, he was, he was happy. He was happy with where he was going in life. Even though he had a couple things go wrong, it wasn't like he was, woe was me. That, that's what hurts is that I knew that he did. That's not what he wanted. Mm, and I it, know it leaves such a hole, but I think when you're so self I hate to say self-involved, but when you're suffering so much with depression or addiction yeah. or some sort of pain, I know like you don't think about other people. I think you kind of justify that you're not, yeah. your life isn't very valuable, that other people are better off without you. But seeing that, I mean, I recently, you know, someone close to me um, lost a relative to suicide and it's been really difficult. Um, and I know kind of that scene, you know, the emotions that they've gone through, you're so mad you're yeah. so mad at this person for doing that, you know, because then you're left with all the pieces and all this pain and all these questions and, and guilt and like all of these feelings that you have when someone takes their life. It's um just, it's just awful. And, and you know, it was, I didn't know how Kinsey was going to respond to this because mm-hmm. she thinks, you know, a lot of people, if you don't understand games, she thinks of video games, how stupid is that? You've never met this person. But I think she saw us talking all the time and she saw how many laughs we had and how happy I was when we would play. Even not just him, but with my other buddies. I have like four guys that I play constantly with. He was one of them. Do you know like what he looks like? Yeah. You've seen him. I've seen him. We've, we FaceTime. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we did like, uh, we would do Instagram, uh, face. Where does he live? Long distance? In Oregon. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the hardest, I I cried. I I literally hard ass cry on Friday, like bad, like can't control cry and Kenzie held me and she wasn't she didn't I didn't look at her ever and go like oh she thinks I'm freaking weird like I didn't know this guy in person but I knew him she she held me she she actually understood that it was an actual friendship and I told her the most the thing I was scared of the most was having to tell Kaysen Mm -hmm. because Kaysen played with him all the time and surely he would you know we usually play on the weekends early in the morning and he'd be like where's where's toxic you know we go by her state uh, screen names <laughs> so i had to tell him that saturday oh it's and, good though i mean kids need to know right yeah, yeah and i told him he's he's no longer with us but mm. I, I caught my son going on his playstation and the shitty part about this is that you could see his name yeah and then next to it it says last played mm-hmm. together yeah and it tells you so every day i log on from here on out unless and I yeah. will not do this. I will never delete them. It'll always say his name and last played a week yeah. ago, two weeks ago, until eventually it just. Yeah. Expires. But man, man, it hit, it hit hard. So if anybody out there is going through this, I feel you. If you're, if you're struggling, please, 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 please don't fall back. Please get help. There, we, we, there's so many people that need you on this earth. Even if you don't feel like you have people that need you, I guarantee you, I, he had a dude thousands of miles away that deeply cared for this guy and, and cried because it hurt that bad. So think, please, please think before you do. Mm, I'm That's so my, sorry about my that. My little PSA. 
And that, so that, that yeah, so I, I, funny that I'm glad that we have better help to help us out with that because I, I reached out and I felt weird. Sounds like I'd lost a friend and I'm going to feel weird telling them I've never met them before, but I know they're very well equipped to help yeah. me out with that and to, you know, escort me along this process of mourning. So do you all have anything to look forward to as a family? Are you all going anywhere or? Not right now. Uh, are right you now, going to Disney World? No, we're... We don't know. You still, still don't know? Yeah, we're still. Isn't that like a week out. away? Oh, kids, kids. Yeah, yeah we're still. I, yeah, I, I'm still waiting to hear back on what's going well, on with the with the meetings. I know. Listen, we we live in a time right now where it's where you're damned if you do, damned if you if you don't right. with certain things, right? And so we, we just got to weigh the pros and the cons, and then try to come up with the best possible solution and the best plan of action. And I think that's what we're doing. I think we're just looking at every little detail. I get how, I mean, just my opinion, and I'm no longer on the show, but I get like going on kids, kids, in my opinion, and I could see the doctor's perspective. It's a wonderful trip, but I do feel that it would be kind of in poor taste because you're going to, especially a place like Florida, where like they do not require masks yeah. and vaccines at all. And you have terminally, chronically ill kids right. that are just like much more susceptible, you know, it'd be like a whole bunch of like unvaccinated pregnant women, you know, going somewhere together and touching things and being around and each being other. Around it is, I mean, it would just be, and you could go and be totally unscathed, yeah. you know, or you could let the families go and let them make their own decision because then you weigh it like, well, what happens if our child isn't going to live another year or two and they want to have this, this experience, but yeah. it would just the weight of, and that's how I felt for so long doing a lot of people have wanted and on a different scale, much smaller, but like doing events up here at the office, which is is what we always wanted to do. And last year just didn't feel right. Like we were going to have a Halloween party. And I'm like, how would I feel? You know, I know other people are doing it. That's fine. Other businesses are doing it. Other people, families make decisions to go on vacation. That's fine. But as a company, you it's know, it's, it's just a different thing. The, you know, Because if someone did get sick or then gave it to a relative or just something happened, optics. you'd feel responsible. That's the optics of sure. it, right? Optics is something you'll hear a lot in business. I know you hear about optics all the time and in the same in our workplace. And the but the thing we do have going is we have an incredible staff yeah. of doctors and yeah. nurses that uh, that look into every possible detail when it comes to this. As of now, the doctors say and they feel uh, very confident that this would be a safe trip for these kids to take. Mm. But, but at the same time, as, as, as safe as doctors and people that are involved in that science may feel, there's still that. But what if? What if the one? But what if? Yeah. You know, there's always a what if, and that's what we're looking at. So that's why we're still, uh, right now, as of now, we still have it slated, but anything can change, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. At well, yeah, I know. I have, yeah, I went to Seattle. I'm going to go to Mexico City. Fran and I are going to do our little baby honeymoon did you, thing. In Seattle, did you see that bubble gum wall? I've always been. Yeah, the gum wall. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that thing, it's a thing. It, it weirds me out. It is weird. It's massive. I see so many people. You haven't of, been, right, to see it? I yep. have not been to Seattle, but I've seen people that take pictures, like, licking it and, oh, that, like, touch really? it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like. No, no, no. They're probably putting their own gum because that's what you do. I don't think they're licking other people's gum. They're putting their own gum and then licking and then, it, like, which is still gross. It's still gross. because It's massive in an alley, but it's right in, What's it like, smell like, the... It doesn't smell, well, it kind of smells like garbage down there because it's in like a wet alley. So, um, and it's right by the Pike's Place Market. So, um, but Fran actually enjoyed Seattle. He thought it was great. I will say on the way, when we left, you know, we talk about shipping delays and the importance of like ordering holiday presents yeah. right now and all these issues. Do you see it? I mean, you see the news, but I think, you know, living in Texas, we don't have... 
most of the shipments we're getting, it kind of depends, but like are coming from, you know, California. Like if you're getting stuff from overseas, right. It's, it's getting into a port in California or, you know, I joked with my girlfriend about like, how's their Amazon prime in Seattle? Because, you know, Amazon's based there. She's like everyone in Seattle, it seems like works for Amazon. And so on the way to the airport, our Uber driver was taking us a different way along the water. I have never in my life seen so many shipping containers. You know, you see ports like that and Seattle is a major one and you, you'll see like hundreds of these big shipping containers. Right. And most of us have seen them before. Like if you've been in Miami or anywhere like that, but I, JC, I'm telling you, I miles and miles and miles, there had to have been like tens of thousands of shipping containers just sitting and I it's think probably what my Halloween costume is. I swear, like <laughs> it, I just seen it with my own eyes, the massive amount of containers like that just sitting there because, you know, that's been the problem. It's not that things aren't getting over. It's that there's no one to it's like labor shortages. Yeah. Right. So there's no one to unload them. And then there's a, a shortage in truckers. So it's then there's no one jam. to transport them. I mean, I've been waiting on a certain product that we're about to launch and we would have launched it like a month ago, but there were delays and then delays overseas. And then I just found out that it's on a truck right now, but it's coming from New Jersey. Like that's where it was manufactured after the packaging came over. And I'm like, shit, like how long is that truck going to take? Cause sometimes they work on the weekends. At least it's on a truck, which now we know, but then, you know, and then it's up to my Golly. team to unload it off the truck, you know, and I'm a much smaller business. So imagine on another scale, you know, when Wait, someone you has a lot of stuff, go in the little garage here <laughs> and, and, you un dock? and you unload the the truck no oh, not okay. here got it no i have two other i have a i have two other warehouses okay. so i have one far up north where like all the stuff gets i come to. here and you guys are all dressed to the nines every time and i'm like i could just picture you guys in your in, your in hard awesome, hats <laughs> unloading hard hats with your awesome outfits palettes on, of product looking like models with some hard hats unloading a bunch of big ass boxes we toyed with the idea for a while during covid like instead of getting another space because we have i mean it's almost five thousand square feet in here i wanted to make this like a pop-up gym but then with COVID, we were like, well, we're not utilizing this at all. We don't need it all for office space either. So we did think about making this storage, oh, you know, because we do have a loading dock. <laughs> no, but <laughs> speaking of, I'm going to get to that in just a second. That's how we're going to end the show today. Oh, you got a strip club no, story? I, well, no, oh. you, you'll remember when I tell you. Okay. But no, I, I tell you all that about the, 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 the shipping containers because I do, I'm turning into such a mom, but I'm like, you need to order Christmas presents right now. Like order from Fittish as always, you know, order, order from Fittish, order just like whatever. But, you know, we're going to get to that Black Friday period of time and that'll be a big time, I'm sure, um, if people even have stuff available. But I love online shopping and I love this recent brand of jewelry I got to try that's now a sponsor of the Fittish podcast called Ana Luisa. And I actually let some of the girls that work for me, I try to be a good boss. Oh, you treated them? I treated them. Oh, look at you. I treated my daughter and Kenzie. I had them pick some stuff out. Yeah, I had them pick some stuff out from Ana Luisa because uh, this stuff is just awesome. So, you know, they're doing new releases every week, kind of small collections. So you're not going to have a lot of repetition with the jewelry. And this is the kind of jewelry I love. A lot of times y'all will ask me like, Jenna, where is that gold ring from? Or where are those little earrings from? I love the kind of jewelry that you can wear all the time and not have to take off. You and, know, And it's affordable because my daughter saw two necklaces, Jenna, that she liked. And I told her, pick one. She saw two and I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat my 
my I'm girl. glad you brought up the pricing. Fair prices is of the utmost importance to Anna Big Luisa. Time. The jewelry is starting at just $39. Again, new collections are released every single Friday. Anna Luisa, just so you know, is spelled A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. So when you go to shop.analuisa.com, again, that's shop.analuisa.com slash fittish, use the code fittish, F-I-T-I-S-H, you're going to get an additional 10% off. Again, that's a great savings because the jewelry already starts at $39. You know, this this is so great. I mean, I had, like you talked about, Chloe had a necklace. Um, we got a bunch of different pairs of earrings, you know, little gold hoops, stuff that, it's just good. Just take stuff my word for it. Every day, like everyday stuff. But then you can also get those accent pieces for like, if you got a little nice little date night. But do it now. Do it now before do it's too late. Do the holiday shopping now. And then you can kind of rest easy and go, wow, I already got everything I need for Done. the holidays. But this is really perfect. Again, that's shop.analuisa.com slash fittish. The code is fittish for that extra 10% off. And uh, new, new stuff every Friday. So yeah. go check it out this weekend. Use the hashtag Analuisa when you get your uh, jewelry on. Show us what you're looking like. Because we oh, want to see yeah. what's up. You know? Yeah. Send me a photo. Let me see. Okay. So changing gears again. We, gotta, we should start finishing the podcast this way every week with our reviews. Do you remember the last one we did? I talked about going to Crazy Horse in Paris, which is a burlesque club, right? So you have Moulin Rouge, you have Crazy Horse. Uh-huh. There's another one called Lido. And so I was going to buy tickets for Friday night to go to this dinner show. It obviously seems very overpriced, champagne, probably very average food, but a very sexy show, like almost fully nude, but I've heard it's very classy. And you were like, well, isn't Crazy Horse like a strip club name? And you're absolutely right, because then my weird memory goes, I think it's like the most famous one in Vegas. And so <laughs> crazy horse sounds like if you say it fast, it's not the animal, you know, like there's going to be some crazy, uh, very, uh, sleuty people, crazy horse. So, um, all right. So we printed off the reviews. Oh, you, yes. Now, what's funny is I found these on the printer because our producer had printed them off. And I, it made me, before I realized what this was, a week after we recorded our podcast, I thought all of y'all were telling me not to go to Crazy Horse in, ba- in Paris, so I canceled. So oh I'm going to read, I'm going to read reviews Hold on, for bro. the Crazy Horse Gentleman's Club in Las Vegas. Who the hell goes home, right? Tell me which dudes are leaving a strip club and... I'm going to be honest here. You only write reviews when you hate something, right? It's when you're pissed off. Who gets so pissed off at a strip club that you have to go to your computer and keyboard warrior that shit and write a review? We're about to find out. I don't know what people expect at a strip club, but if you're curious, Crazy Horse has 3.6 stars. Out of five? And it's mostly based on someone saying it's because the girls are mostly threes. Wow. Yeah. Isn't um, it called Crazy Horse 3 Gentlemen's Club? $80 for two drinks. Oh, I got a water and a beer. This club is set up for failure. A complete scam. I love this one. Uh-huh. I, I got COVID here. No fucking shit, dude. Well, you go during a pandemic to a strip club and you're surprised you get COVID. Uh, you could get Kroger at the freaking grocery store, my guy. He wrote this a month ago. He said, I got COVID here and I'm still sick. Stay far, far, far away. This place has become the worst. So he's he's been there multiple times. And how do you know you got it there? Because surely you were walking around the casinos, too, and you were around a bunch of other people. So Absolutely terrible. Fake money. Well, I don't know what that means. People, what, fake money? Funny money. What's funny money? I'm disturbed if you can't. How the hell do you know this shit? Strip club. 
How does, what did he, I'm still confused. Funny money? You use funny money and then you exchange it for real money later on, right? You go in, buy it, and you throw it to the strippers and the strippers can change it? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't even know that I'm was gonna a thing. I'm going to walk in with my Monopoly. So like Monopoly money? I guess so. Funny money. <laughs> That's funny. $130 lap dances. Whoa, whoa. Wait, how much are lap dances usually? I don't know. Let's ask our Garrett. producer who seems very familiar. They don't, okay. Weren't they, like, I've, I've gone to a strip club a couple times, one time for Kinsey's birthday, and if I remember correctly, I think they were like, I think for like 20, 25 bucks at the one we went to. Terrible place. Do not go. When I wanted the lap dance to stop, they started taking money from my wallet. I mean, I think that's just. That's stealing. That's just good no, strippers. That's, that's stealing. That is stealing. If you're removing. They're entrepreneurial. If you get my wallet out, Jenna, and you remove a dollar bill, you robbed me. They're borrowing it. That's not another nut. Uh, save your money and go to Little Darlings instead. Full, nude, and reasonable girls with reasonable prices. Why is the other place named Little Darlings? I mean, that sounds like a baby pageant. See, I little don't want to Darlings? go to, I don't, I'm not going anywhere that's, that says little in front of it. Little Darlings. And like, nah, I'm, 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 I'm not about that. Now, I found out what the difference between a full nude and a regular nude strip club is. Full nude is 18 and up. I believe, if I remember correctly, and you can bring alcohol. The other one is 21 and up because they serve alcohol, if I remember correctly. Because I, I, I had the questions. Wait, wait, full nude is 18 and up? Yes. And partially nude is 21 and up? Because we did that in high, when I was in high school. We got, yeah, we went to a, that's what the guy told us. So we could only get into that. And it was not good. Not good. Mm -mm. And we, I saw a girl that was in class with me. It was awkward at school the next day. I went to a bunch of strip clubs when I first moved to Dallas because, you know, I was like trying to be fun with my group of friends. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Went yeah, to a bunch cool. of strip clubs. Yeah, I guess. But I remember we brought our own mixers, I think. Yeah. Because they were so expensive. BYOB. So you someone do that. like loaded my purse up with, you know, uh -huh. like soda and tonic and Sprite. And I'm like, okay. Uh, my review is uh, my first hockey game. I went to a hockey game with Kinsey, or it's her first hockey game. And I sat on the glass chair. Oh, yeah. And that's so fun. Real quick, if you ever have a friend that invites you to sit next to the glass at a hockey game, I'm never probably going to get this again, but that was the coolest. I could smell them. I know. I could smell sweat. them. They would whiff by. And then about two seconds later, it hits you in the mouth. It's like. Yeah. I was like, I looked at my boy. I was like, did you fart? Bro? You feel like, the ice and the sweat. Yeah. You, it was, I jumped. I've gotten to do this a handful of times, but you know. Yeah, I know. Back in my heyday, <laughs> I went out. I went out with some hockey players, so that was the perk. Yeah, yeah, man, you could. I don't know how they get that smell off of their skin. Yeah, it's they're pretty gross. Uh, hockey players are just the most like masculine, like rough. I I don't know. It's just a whole nother level, which I wouldn't think I'd like because it's like very caveman. But, man, like, but there's something about it. Yeah, like they get their teeth knocked out and then they're back in the game in a few minutes. And I'm like, there's something the that's just yeah. very like aggro and hot about it. One of the guys was doing like a promo video. Like, you know how they do that on the Jumbotron? And like my man decided to keep his teeth out. Like for the video, for the marketing video, he had mm -hmm. his teeth out and goes talking like that. If you want yeah. to win some shirts, uh -huh. you can get them. Yeah, my girlfriends and I went through a phase that we would just like run into hockey players. We would always know because we'd be at a nice restaurant in Dallas on like a Friday night and we'd see guys that are like, because a lot of them are like pretty hot. <laughs> and But then we're seeing them and they like don't have teeth. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we started catching on like these are hockey players, you know. I was talking to a freaking legend. Didn't even know it. 
Yeah. I was talking to a legend. I was talking to this dude, good looking ass dude, looking like a salesman. If he was selling me a car, I would have bought it on the spot. That's oh, he was good retired he, now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, they usually get their teeth fixed like after they're done playing. Oh, he yeah. was awesome. And my wife was talking to his wife and we were all buddy-buddy. And I just thought it was just a, I literally looked like a super businessman, like a super rich dude. And then my boy goes, you know that was, right? And I said, no, who was that? And he goes, that was Marty Turco. Oh, yeah. I was like, the yeah. goalie Marty Turco? Yeah. He's I did. a looking guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, he was super nice. I yeah. was expecting a beard, missing teeth. Right. Uh, like uh, some sort of scar all over his face. No, he some was, of them get hit yeah, worse than him, others. Yeah, not him. He was, he's pristine. I love hockey games, and it's so funny because I didn't grow up around hockey. I still don't a hundred percent understand all the rules, which is funny because I do with almost every other sport. Like I know basketball, football, soccer so fucking well. Even baseball, I know better, and I don't even like baseball. Yeah. Hockey, I mean, it moves so fast, but it is the one sport for me that in person. Like, I don't really, I don't like watching it on TV. It's hard to follow the puck. But a hockey game in person is so, so fun. Like, the music and the the action. I love in person Five hockey. out of five. Yeah. Five out of five? Yeah. That's, I, that was my review for the hockey game. Oh, good. <laughs> Go. Five out of five. <laughs> yeah, what the puck? Don't you remember when we were going to be ice girls? No. I, you were going to be an ice girl. I was going to be an ice boy. No, it was only going to be funny if a guy did it with me. They were going to set us up. Someone that we knew on the team was going to set I, us up so for like scared. charity to go. Yeah. I was so horrified at the thought of it. I just got us out of it. I was scared. I was like, what if you fall? <laughs> I'm like watching these I guys. Can't like, ice everybody's wearing watching? those outfits. Yeah. I'm like, I, what if I fall? Get a little ice rash on my ass? No. Mm -mm. No, no. Oh, well, that's fun. I need to go to a hockey game this year, too. That was fun. Yeah. I feel like Fran, like knowing my past. He like wouldn't like to go to a hockey game, you know, like because if I mean, right. one of them doesn't play here anymore. So I feel yeah, like that's fine. a pass. But, yeah, gone. but friends like, oh, you want to go to a hockey game? Like he he's still that type of guy, I think, that thinks that I want to go to a hockey game because I like went out with one of the guys. I'm like, no, I no. just like hockey is fun and we're going to have a boy and we can take him to hockey games. Yeah. But again, friends not big into See sports. Little Fran Jr. See? See? You know that is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. We got ourselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm in trouble now. Bye. Bye. No, you're not. See you next week. <laughs> hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you join us for another episode next week of the Fittish Podcast. It's super easy. Just subscribe. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.